The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to another episode of Eat Sleep List. I'm one of the hosts of the show, Dan Torres. With the show, as always, is the podfather, Matt Johnson, my friend. Great to see you, as always, Great to see you, dude. Exciting uh, weekend ahead for you. Man, great weekend ahead. Big weekend. I'm finally getting married. Uh, At the beginning of this new season, we talked about how it was a few weeks away, and it seemed like I blinked, and those weeks were gone. (laughs) And now, in 48 hours, um, somebody will be known as Mrs. Torres. Absolutely. um, Which I think is an amazing thing. Um, This episode's special for a couple reasons, I feel like. Um... I have to mention, uh, I wish we had video for this so that people could kind of see it. But I totally meant to, my bad. I no, it's, the ball. it's totally fine. But um, I'm lucky enough to have my dad and my brothers in the studio. Um, they just popped up while we were about to record, totally by surprise. Um, it was a really, really wonderful, wonderful surprise. I'm so happy to see them. Um, and they brought pizza and wings from Franco's, which if you listen to the last episode, you know I hold Franco's in high regard in <laughs> Buffalo. Like, that's, that's a good slice of pizza right there. And um, some beverages. And uh, it, this is, it's a really special night for that reason. It makes recording this episode just that much more special for Absolutely. me. It's always fun. You got an audience. Yeah. yeah your family is, you, you obviously... I know sitting right here, I'm not just saying it just to say it, but your family is very, very supportive. And I I, I love the fact that they're here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my parents don't – I love my parents to death. But, um, but yeah, they, I mean, they, don't, they don't come by. I get yeah. it, though. I get it, though. But the fact that they're sitting here – I mean, you, taking the time out. Yeah. The, the closeness of your family is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I agree. How tight you and your brother are – brothers, pardon me. Um, I see Ben Moore. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, your dad. You know, I I, 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 I tried to butter up your dad uh, about a month or so ago and asked for some art. I'm like, man, I, I see how well, uh, you know, where Dan gets his manners from. He goes, nah, that's his mom. <laughs> so humble. So humble. But uh, I didn't forget it. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of both. It is a little bit of both. Don't let him fool you. Um, so that makes the special, but. Another key factor in this night being so special is the guest we have on today, too. Yeah. So this man, I'm going to let him introduce himself a little bit once we get to our um, our segment, our new Lister segment. Right, yes, for yes. New guests. But um, I'll start by saying that uh, people are lucky to have people they can directly refer to and be like, yeah, I have this best friend and this is my best friend. I've been able to refer to this person as my best friend for the past, like, 25 years without question. And um, he's literally been at my side for every major event through my life. Um, I call his parents my parents, and he does the same for mine. Um, We have such a good relationship. He is one of the most talented gamers I've ever seen in my life. Um, He is my brother without being my brother. He's one of my co-hosts on YAO. 
He is the great and powerful Steve Holovinsky. Welcome to the show, brother. Steve Fortis. Hey. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> dump on you guys for taking so long to introduce me, but you just, you just buttered me up with that, that intro. There we go. I, I was gonna I make can't say anything mad. I can't say. Slid anything. right in under the tag. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad Dan did something nice because I was just be like, oh yeah, Steve's here. Yeah. <laughs> So, I know. Thanks for, thanks for being here, Steve. Thanks I appreciate you, bud. I know. Yeah, no, well, th- this is fun because normally you've, you know, with me being a part of this network for the past year, you've also been pretty involved. Yeah. Um, being on my show and then mm-hmm. you've uh, featured on the Two Point and stuff. And yeah. Um, but this is like a new kind of fun outlook yeah. uh, and element to be mm-hmm. added to for this one. No, so. I'm just the number one guest on the, on, in, the, in the network, and yeah. I love it. Number, I love one, it. number one BICBP-radio yeah. guest on this. It's 100%. Awesome. No, I, I love when you guys have me on these stuff, or these things, rather. And, yeah. Uh, you know, have at it. Yeah. So before we get to our actual list for the day, um, for our new guests on Eat Sleep List, we ask for five interesting facts oh, about God. yourself. So if you want to list <laughs> five quick things, um, it could be literally <laughs> anything that you find interesting. Well, it's in funny because I actually just had to do this for work. Oh, Lord. Recently, we, we talked in like a very important call with like higher, higher up people that like aren't in like the state. And I wasn't ready for this. So they're like, oh, five interesting things about yourself. And I'm just like. Uh, <laughs> so I'll just give you the spiel that I gave them, I guess. Go, is, go for uh, it. You know, I'm an average 20-something-year-old dude. I like sports. I like video games. Uh, I stream. I didn't tell them this uh, for for very good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do stream on Twitch once in a while. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash D for Cheese. Yep. Um, if you want to. Follow or check me out. If not, and watch him. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the Bills. I love the Sabers. I have season tickets to both teams, which is so sad, uh, and also exciting, <laughs> and also exciting at the same time. Um, and I love my dog, and that's about it. I yeah. guess <laughs> that's good. Favorite video game of all time? Uh, Majora's Mask. Hey, there you go. Zelda. Beautiful one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I had to ask because you touched on it, and that's such a good element. You also have one of the bigger video game collections I've I seen. I do have that, a lot of video games. Yeah, yes. That's a, that's the thing is like you love video games, but it's it's very much like you know the mm-hmm. inner workings of a lot of. Yeah, no, I like collecting them. I like playing them. I you know I just beat Final Fantasy VII. Nice on the PS One. Oh, very cool. I love that game. Yeah, I, I never got on. to it. I finally did it, and. Uh, all three discs. <laughs> oh wow! You got through um, all three. But yeah, I, I am a pretty big uh, video game guy. Yeah. I, like, I like knowing like the stories and the worlds and the lore and all that stuff. So yeah, it's cool. It, yeah. It's amazing, like this day and age, how cinematic games have gotten too, mm-hmm. where you can easily fall into that, like the whole lore mm-hmm. of everything. And like, absolutely, I do a lot yeah. of retro stuff too. Yeah, believe it or not, it's mostly retro stuff. Like, oh man, I heard. Like recently, I played Earthbound. Like, oh man, I heard that game was good. You know, I want to go back and play it and stuff. So, did you did you take the coward's way out and get the emulator? Or you, <laughs> Absolutely or did you pay, not. Or did you pay twelve hundred dollars for the original? Oh, copy? you know, I paid twelve hundred. No, oh, man, it wasn't that much. It wasn't that much. <laughs> but it was. Uh, it's very expensive game. But yes, I, I had yes. To, I had to take the plunge. I you know, as a collector and a video game enthusiast. Yeah, good for and you. A twenty-something-year-old who. Does not know how to manage their money well. Oh, bro! I had to do I'm it. 31, I'm 31. 
It's it's okay. There's others. I had to do it. Yeah, I respect it. I yes. respect it. All right, my friends. Well, let's dive into this list for this week. Mm-hmm. So for this week, we have a fun one. We are doing the top ten fictional places that we would like to visit. Yep. Now there was a strange element that we kind of thought of while we were coming up with this, which Steve asked, which was. If we are in this world, do we inherit the powers or the features that you get within this world? Which I thought was a really good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you're visiting, like, something where the people have special abilities or something, you don't, just don't want to be walking around like normal. Yeah, like I used the example of bikini bottoms from SpongeBob. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if I'm just a normal person, I'm going to drown and die. <laughs> but if I can breathe underwater, then it's like, all right, that's kind of cool. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, so for the sake of this list, we are able to adapt to the worlds in which we are visiting, too. Mm -hmm. So we are taking that into account when uh, when it comes to everything. So, without further ado, Steve, would you like to kick us off with number 10? I guess I have no choice. I guess I have no choice. Uh, Okay, so number 10... I I feel like we're going to have a lot of the same stuff, and that's okay, because that's just how life is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for number 10, I put Middle Earth from Lord of the Rings. If I had to pick like a specific place to live, it'd probably be Rivendell, I think it's called, with with the the elves. Yes, Rivendell. Um, Isn't that like a TV show, too? No, like a, Riverdale. Is, Riverdale. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the, like an Archie comic, like, like the action. Archie spinoff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jughead. Uh, okay. And all yeah, the weird, yeah. 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 If I had to pick a place, it'd probably be there because it looked pretty cool in the movies. But I. There is a Riverdale in the Bronx. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Riverdale in the Bronx. That that's not what we're. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're picking. Yeah, my dad. My dad's Archie is a little different than the Riverdale. Um, but I don't know. I, I you know, I, I grew up with these movies. I love those movies. Um, it's so cool the scenery and stuff. Um, I know they filmed most of it in New Zealand. Yeah, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to take a trip there at some point. Heck yeah, yeah, that'd um, be amazing. But it's uh, you know, like I said, the scenery is just amazing. Um, I, to tell you the truth, I was going to either put this or Skyrim on my list. Um, but I felt like they were kind of like similar and the tiebreaker went to, there's no dragons flying around, (laughs) (laughs) scorching everything in middle earth. Um, so the tiebreaker went to Lord of the Rings, middle earth. That's a good one. Yeah. I really like that one. I, I was very torn because I very much thought about putting the Shire on my list, but it just mm. missed the cut a little bit. Because yeah. how fun would that be? They just drink all the time. <laughs> I know. And, right? like, live in their little underground huts with yeah. their short selves and their big feet. Yeah. Like, I'd be fine with doing that. <laughs> that would. Yeah. They, like, literally don't care about anything yeah. other than, Except like, eating and drinking yeah, and just exactly. being relaxed. Yeah. yeah. Chill. No, exactly. I would totally be out with that. <laughs> Matt, you're number 10, sir. Okay. So Steve like listed off like five on my list. No, no big deal. <laughs> so you're never welcome back on the show again. Um, but second... there's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I went to the realm of Star Wars for this one. I think I, I have two Star Wars ones on my list. Um, this one, it, I'm not like a huge architecture guy. I can appreciate it. I love it. But um, but there's something special about big city, bright lights, and one place you know like is, is Coruscant. In Star Wars, of course, mm-hmm. the um, uh, you know, just just 
the massive, massive buildings. We get that vibe, you know, going to travel into New York City. Like one of my favorite parts of going to New York City, there's like you, you, you wrap around like a throughway or something. And if you're going at like at sunset or nighttime, you can just see the city yeah. from like miles and miles away. Mm-hmm. And Coruscant, it's literally endless lights, you know. The whole city. Big, the, the, whole, whole the, whole, the whole planet. Um, and obviously, depending on when you go, you know, there's, the Jedi might be dead, but <laughs> no big deal. Um, you know, but it, it could be Imperial Capital, whatever it is. But I just I, – that's one thing that I've always, uh, like, really liked about Coruscant. Again, I'm, I'm a more nature kind of guy. You're going to see with a lot of my responses here, it's a lot more nature, mm-hmm. water, waterfalls, lakes, rivers, stuff like that. But uh, Coruscant is probably my one, one that's very architectural uh, – Architecturally heavy, nailed that. Um, it's because it's it, it is really cool. It is impressive, and it's, it's literally New York City on steroids times ten. Yes, yeah, sir. So, yes, yeah. Sir. I think that's a great choice, and especially the way they present it in Episode One, especially makes it look so oh, appealing. Yeah. Where they're traveling from Naboo to Tatooine, especially because they're coming from Tatooine where there's nothing, right? And they go to this huge industrial city where it's like. Oh, cool. Like, this is what you expect when you see Star Wars. For sure. That's definitely a place you would want to be. And I'm the kind of guy, like, I know we're we're talking fictional worlds here, but I'm like, oh, man, I point out, like, oh, this where that happened. Like, when I went to New York City, I was like, oh, cool, this is the bridge where Spider-Man fought Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'd be like, oh, shoot, that's where Mace Windu landed. You know? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, uh, big fan of Coruscant. I've always been amazed by it. Uh, I'm glad that they kind of used imagery when they read. They kind of updated the the original trilogy. They used imagery from there, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, Coruscant's my number ten. I think one of my coolest or one of the coolest like scenes is like the space battle. I think it is in three. Oh, uh, the see, opening see, the opening sequence yeah, you where see, you're on you're you know they're in space above the planet and you could just see the whole planet is just like I love the, lit up. the drums yeah. just all city all that's lit so up cool. and yeah. it was, that's probably one of the best I mean I know it's CGI but it's yeah. all one shot just following Anakin and Obi Wan's uh, Jedi starfighters yeah. just navigating through all the mess trying to get to save the Chancellor yeah, yeah. beautiful scene, scene. Mm-hmm. very cool all right all right so my number ten. I almost feel like I'm copping out with my number 10 because everybody expects something like this. Um, but my number 10 is going to be Gotham City, specifically the Batcave, because I just want to see the Batcave so, so bad. <laughs> well, okay, this is, this is why it's number 10 here. I don't want to live in Gotham City. <laughs> I don't want to be around. That's, very fair. That's one of the craziest crime rates ever. I have the chance of running into the Joker. <laughs> I make a wrong move with a goon and two faces yeah. after me or something like that. I've seen the full run of the gauntlet that goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I need to see the Batcave. That's the thing is every version of the Batcave ever has looked so cool and so different. Which is your favorite? Ideally, I would love to be in um, Christian Bale's Batcave in the the Nolans because ideally you have the actual cavern look of it, right? You have the waterfalls Mm -hmm. running through at the points. That's what I most picture when I think of it as something that's dank and underground. Mm -hmm. Um, Pattinson's new one was cool. For sure, because yeah. it was it was a different kind of cave. Like and it's infancy lurking too. We got under the ground. Too. Yeah, um, but growing up on the animated series too, um, that bat cave was the style I was always used to. Him being around the bats all the time. Yeah. Um, 
fighting through the different cavernous parts. Sometimes he would go to a different part of the cave where it's like, holy crap, how big is this thing? So it'd be so uh, fun to go like exploring through it too and just see the different parts. So that's why it lands at number 10. I don't want to be in Gotham City for very long, but if I'm there, <laughs> I want to see the Batcave for a little that's bit. That's why I put Middle Earth so high. <laughs> Last Batman was so much like New York City. Yeah. I used to think it was. I used to think it was. Then I read it was a, a ripoff of Chicago. Oh right? yeah, I can that, see that's, that. That's what I. I, yeah. I read that somewhere. I, I always that. thought like New York City because everybody's like New York City is like the the be all end all. So it was weird for me to think that. Uh, but yeah, I read it somewhere that that it's supposed to be like Chicago. I could see I, Chicago I in the in for that some one. Reason they they tend to use a lot of New York City style bridges. Right. Right. That's the Williamsburg Bridge. That's the Brooklyn, you know, that little, with the river going through. Yeah. Yeah. Going across. Mm-hmm. That, to me, in, in, in the last Christian Bale, Batman. That's mm-hmm. New York City. Yeah. You can almost pick out where I grew up. It's, oh, I did, I did forget you did grow up there. Yeah, he was yeah. telling us about the, the pizza place last time. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool, right? I, yeah, yeah I, I put Lenny's on my list. I know you're surprised. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're on to number nine. Steve, you're number nine on places you want to visit. All right. So number nine, I went the more peaceful aspect of not running away from orcs and jokers and all that (laughs) that stuff. I went with Animal Crossing. Hey. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I put hours into that game, and it's just such a simple game. And there's just something so appealing visually about it. that I it just I don't know it'd be something to like oh you know everyone's so happy and everyone's so friendly and <laughs> it's easy to make money <laughs> right and stuff like that um, that you know it, that's kind of where I that is know, a great game I I, I, I picked it up the there. new one that that came out on the Switch mm-hmm. I played it for a couple months it got super busy so I never got back to it but it was it was, it was literally everybody's story with that game <laughs> <It was> so <laughs> yeah. I played the heck out of it for three months and then I hit a wall yeah. and stopped and stopped that's how yeah. I feel like a lot of those like relaxing games like Civ yeah. Six is like. A, yeah. a big one that I play. Mm-hmm. Minecraft is a big one. Minecraft it's like a, I get on like yeah. a streak where, yeah, two, three months, mm-hmm. and then I don't want to see it again. Stardew Valley's yep. like that, too, if you guys have ever played that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was, a, there was, <laughs> yeah, there was like a fan rumor, or like not even a rumor, but like a fan, like, page of like Animal Crossing X Doom <laughs> because they, they was all coming out. At the same. <laughs> but the thing about that game was that came out like, peak of the pandemic right yeah so everybody bought it and everybody played it mm-hmm. and everybody stopped playing it after three months <laughs> yeah see like thank god i had i'll go to the opposite end of the spectrum thank god i had doom eternal during the pandemic <laughs> yeah. because i played the heck out of that game yeah. right at the beginning it was so good um that's a great show i think yeah, i, I think being simple. on that it's so relaxing yeah. being on your island and mm-hmm. just being like oh it's peaceful yeah, the weather's right? always yeah. good i'm gonna plant my trees i'm, I'm not a fan of that out. raccoon dude though tom nook i don't like him he oh. talks too much greedy bastard i can't yeah, even skip is. over his talking <laughs> it's terrible a greedy, a greedy bastard man <laughs> um that's a great number nine uh, Matt, you're number nine, my friend. All right, my number nine. So I have to start off by saying I don't care for this movie. However, the world is very 
very beautiful. Uh, I'm talking about Pandora from Av- uh, Avatar. I knew exactly what you were going to say. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I like my. I, it's to me, and I, I don't want to like. This is just my opinion. I know a lot of people love it. My mom loves it. She's like, "Oh, don't you like Avatar?" I'm like, "No, I don't." And I'm tired of seeing previews for the second one. But uh, I mean. Like I said in that that superpowers one, I'm a big waterfall dude. Like I love being around moving water, water fountains. Mm-hmm. I was so pumped when I went at your stag party and and Uncle Paul had uh, <laughs> the, the damn fish ta- the, the 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 fountain thing in the back. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh man, this is how the better half lives. Uh, <laughs> I was so excited. I get you know I love that stuff and, and Pandora is literally just water and waterfalls and cool lights at night and, and, and stuff like that. And I, I I adore that. I would love to be able to just go there and see that and just relax. Mm-hmm. It's a place where you don't have to do anything, but, you know, you, you, you just you just go there and relax. You go sightsee and you can take your time and relax. It's not like, for me, I grew up going to Disney World every year, and every time I came home, I was tired as all heck. Pandora, you could just kind of go there and do your thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Pandora's my number nine. I also do not care for that movie, um, but we can't sit here and talk about it because we'll be here all day. Because uh, I have already gone, I've, I've put logged too much time into talking about that movie on my show. I not I I like it, but I don't think that it's as great as everybody makes it out to be. I just I I, I can't get into it right now. <laughs> I would go. I would read all day. Now you you've been to Disney, right, Matt? As I'm eating a chicken wing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, multiple times, yeah. Have you been to the new... I have not been to it yet. Oh. I, the last time I was in Disney, it's 2015, so they've okay. had a lot since then. Yeah. It's changed a lot. Yeah, it's been a while since I went, but I went recently, but before that time. Um, and they added that Avatar world, and it is super cool. That is, I, I heard super cool. It's I definitely worth back. checking out. I want to get back there and, and go check it out. Yeah. I, I, I would enjoy that. It is mm-hmm. definitely worth checking out. At night... They light the whole thing up because it, it's an animal kingdom. It used to be closed at night, right? Yeah, they, they used to close at like four or five. Yeah, because they had to the put day. the animals away or something. I don't know. Don't ask me. But they <laughs> they light it up now, and it's super cool. It's all like neon lights, and the trees are all glowing and throughout the whole park. And but you go in the Pandora section, it is so cool. Like with the floating rocks and everything that are mm. moving, it's it's amazing. Definitely the coolest oh, thing there. That I'm, sounds so I'm moist awesome. right now. <laughs> it's not because of how hot it is. There's two, <laughs> there's two rides there. There's a boat ride that's just like a slower, you know, kind of like, oh, here, here's... My speed, know, yeah. Yeah, here's the, the land and stuff. But then there's one ride where you are on top of a, like a, a bird thing. Oh, cool. Uh, well, you're, you're quote-unquote on top of a bird thing. You're just on a stationary bike but you know and you're in front of a screen so and they're shooting air at you and stuff so you feel like you're oh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you know, it's like a yeah. simulation of like oh you know the bike kind of tilts a little bit and it feels like you're like actually flying and stuff and there's <laughs> water spraying in your face and stuff yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's like a simulation thing it is super cool yeah so cool yeah yeah, it's it's awesome. They have it's the awesome. one in Epcot, Soren. They do. Yeah, it's like Soren, um, just like Soren. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was a fun ride. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Cool. Yeah, next time you go. So my number nine is also a more, I went the more peaceful route for this one, too. And this, I kind of was like, is this an odd one? But I don't even care. 
I want to go to Candyland so bad. <laughs> <laughs> My sweet tooth, I have, if anyone who knows me knows, I have the most ridiculous sweet tooth ever. I love candy. <laughs> I love, I love like, so much. <laughs> I love sugar. I love, like, soda. I love everything like that. Mm-hmm. I would thrive in Candyland. <laughs> I would just, like... Eat my weight and sugar, accept my fate that I'm going to die within like two years of being there because no one can just keep consuming that amount of food. But I'd be so happy while I was there. That game also just presented itself as such a happy place yeah. that like even like when you had to go backspaces, you're like, I don't know if I necessarily mind being with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the, the one guy just looked a little creepy and that was fine. I think Lord Licorice was his yeah. name. And then um yeah, yeah. And then and then Gloppy, who was just like he just looked like a melted popsicle. Yeah. That guy can't be that bad. Like he doesn't like he looks like be you he'd be harmless. You could yeah. definitely outrun him. So uh I I definitely wanted to include that just because of out of all the board games I've played, I think there's only one world I've ever actually wanted to jump into. I respect that. And it's Candyland. I respect that. That's a good one. That's a classic. It would just be, I can just imagine, like, jelly beans just popping up places and I'd just be sitting on When I was wrestling, there was a point in time where I was like, man, I really want to be billed from the mean streets of Candyland. <laughs> to see how people would take it. I don't know. It's too hardcore. Did you ever do it? No. Oh, why didn't you? That's, That's a, a golden opportunity. I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> sweet enough. That's sweet enough. right. That is right. I was not sweet enough yeah. at all. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eight on our fictional places we'd like to visit. Steve. Uh, well, it, it's funny you said Candyland. Because I was, like, sitting there, and I was, like, thinking, like, man, there's got to be, like, a food world that, like, I just can't think of. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, the, the only thing I could think of was Candyland, Willy Wonka, and, like, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, there's really, like, no, like, I don't know, Pizza World or something. You know what I mean? That's like an actual place. Um, so I went Willy Wonka. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's you – know, that was, but Candyland was like the other one. It was like, oh, Candyland or Willy Wonka? But I went with Willy Wonka um, mainly because of the Chocolate River. I think that was uh, – yeah, I want to drown in the chocolate river. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be one hell of a way to go. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that whole scene with you know with Gene Wilder and like everything's edible and you know like mm, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like I always thought that was so cool and stuff. Even, even like, I mean, I know this isn't the factory, but like even like the beginning when they're like in the candy store, it's like. I want to eat everything there. You, yeah. know? <laughs> you know what I mean? They make it look yeah, so appealing. There's something about the way they shoot it. It's just like, man, just everything looks amazing. Very like, good product placement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very good. <laughs> uh, so I, I went Willy Wonka. Like, but like I said, the other option was, was Candyland. Isn't it crazy that people wanted, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to exist so bad that we now have Wonka candies, yeah. like, and have had them like our entire yeah, lives. Right, like, yeah. there's always been like yeah, Wonka no, has yeah. nerds. Uh-huh. There's there's Gobstoppers that actually exist. That yeah. I loved Gobstop. Yeah, I've Gobstop always loved Gobstoppers. Nerds are great too. Nerds are great. They're always coming out with like different the shock mm-hmm. tarts when they used to have those yeah. back in the day. Oh, I love those. I things. don't think I've ever had a Wonka bar because those are. They actually exist, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. I, yeah, I don't so think I've ever eight, seen them either. It's eight on my list, and I never even had it. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty <laughs> it's good. It's easily accessible. I never even had it. <laughs> Gene oh. Wilder is rolling over in his grave now because of you. Yeah, yeah, having a walk right, yeah. He's doing that front roll that he does in the movie. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yes. Ah, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> that's a that's a great choice, Steve. Yeah. That that would be a great world to visit. Matt, you're number eight. All right, mine. None of y'all probably heard of this one. It's from uh, one of my favorite video games of all time, Final Fantasy VIII. Um, it is a it's a kind of an island, but there's a nice town. There's a uh, like a military academy where you base yourself off of. It's called uh, Balam Garden okay. um, or Balam Island. Uh, it's where you start off the game. It's real simplistic. The school is massive. I've tried to rebuild it in Minecraft multiple times. <laughs> it is uh, it, it's pretty cool. A lot of secrets. Eventually, the the school can actually fly. But uh, it's a nice, peaceful fishing town, um, and it's it's really cool because you can go all over from there. Uh, but that's your like kind of hub place to start off. Uh, any listeners who played Final Fantasy VIII, I think you know what I'm talking about. But it's so, you know, it's 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 very relaxing. And there's a fire cave with lava in a in a in a big summon monster. So oh, that's so pretty cool. cool. I'm seeing a pattern with your like foresty tropical kind. I love that stuff. I, there, I will take that all. There's nothing day. better. You'll and there's some of that on my list, but I, that comes kind of later. I think. Yeah. I think it's more. I love adventures like literally Eternal Flame Trail is my favorite place around here, and I can go down there forever. Yeah. I can just go sit at, like on the waterfall, just 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 go chill there for like hours and just oh, relax. It's, and the it's best my feeling. favorite feeling. Yeah. I just beat Final Fantasy VII, so that that game's been recently in my mind. So when we had to come up this list, I was like thinking of places from there. The only place I could think of was Midgar, which is like the big toxic city. Right. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna leave that one off. You could, go, you could do Gold Saucer. You could do the the vacation place. Yeah, yeah Costa de Sol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Balam Garden, uh, Balam the island is uh, that's uh, my number eight. Yeah, very nice. Um, so my number eight is also from a video game, and this is kind of a questionable choice, I feel like, that maybe you wouldn't necessarily want to live here, but I'd find a way to survive. Um, I um, would want to go to New Vegas uh, from Fallout. <laughs> um, so hear me out. I know we're in apocalypse times. I know that everything in its mother is trying to kill you, but it's a skill-based area, right? So if I had, like, charisma and was just able to be charismatic and just be able to talk to everybody, I know I'd be okay, especially if I was by the strip. I would do all right for myself. I've always – so Fallout is one of my favorite video game series, and I've always just loved the idea of, like, the people rebuilding in cities that you already know that are now, like, looking different. Right. But, like, the fact is with them – they're not living well, but these people are still living for the most part, right? Yeah. All I have to do is stay away from chems and gang violence, and I'm pretty much okay as far as everything I'm noticing goes. a pattern with your picks. <laughs> you love the thrill of danger. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Danger zone. Gotham, let's go to Gotham. <laughs> let's go to New Vegas. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I I do definitely have a little bit of a thrill factor with it there. I think Candyland. Who I, knows what's going to go down in Candyland? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lord Licorice taking me to his castle. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, I think New Vegas would be. It's one of the more livable and fun looking places when it's come to that game. It's always looked appealing, and if you're gonna be in the apocalypse, I. You should just like sit and gamble, right? It'll be a Vegas. Like that's the way you should live your life. So, New Vegas is my pick for number eight. Very good, very good. Yes, sir. All right, Steve, we're down to number seven on Ooh. your list. So, number seven, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to put a Kingdom Hearts place, 
on there, but it was like so difficult because there's so many places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went with, I think it's called Twilight Town. Yeah, from oh, the second from, game. Yes, that's yeah. uh, or wait, no, no, from the the isn't it in both? Oh no, Traverse Town is the first Twilight yeah. Town in the second. Yeah, I know yeah, exactly. Twilight, what you're talking yeah, about. the yes. one with rocks. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I picked there. Um, I don't know. There's something. It's because of the skateboarding. It's skateboarding. Exactly. It's the no. skateboarding in the game. <laughs> no, it's uh, I don't know. It was between there and Destiny Islands, but I went with Twilight Town because uh, I don't know. There's something visually appealing about that that place. I agree. And there's something visually calming, or like yeah, calming about it as mm-hmm. well. Um, the music, uh, the ambiance of it all. I, I just love how it's literally like Twilight the entire time you're there the ice cream uh the ice cream the clock tower like all that like i want to sit on the clock tower and eat ice cream or whatever um that just seems cool i I know that i know that tutorial was like way too long in the second game way too long it was way too long (laughs) uh and i totally agree with that it wasn't like wow i'm loving every second in this world but you know it it was uh it was definitely a cool environment mm-hmm. it just was like all right when are we getting to the next thing <laughs> yeah exactly um i think that's a great pick i think if you're a kingdom hearts fan at some point or no- another you've always wanted to visit twilight yeah Town. right yeah um it, and i think it is everything you've said mm-hmm. it's just the everything is always they got the back alley hideout yeah and everything yeah it's just like a bunch of beat up cushions <laughs> yeah and stuff it like just that. seems it's like it's just a cool place it brings back like fun memories yeah of you it's being very a kid nostalgic too, doing and, like, kid stuff with your and stuff. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. that one's yeah. cool too. All right, Matt, All right. your seventh pick. My number seven. I'm going to go to the world of Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm going to pick the. Sh- I'm going to put the Shire here at Hell number yeah. seven, uh, just because of its you know beautiful green you know greenery, just grass and, and lots to venture. The relaxing life again. I, I I love that as somebody who's busy nonstop, just to be able to. Relax, you know. Uh, go there, and I think they actually do run out the um, Bilbo's place. Oh, get out! If, I think there's actually like a thing. If you, you look on the internet, you can go. It's obviously very expensive, but um, just the beautiful scenery, and just go and, and eat and, and drink and be merry. So, well, I know what I'm directing the rest of my life towards is <laughs> getting over to that honeymoon. <laughs> I know, right? I know, she'll absolutely. Living a hole for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll be thrilled by yes. that. <laughs> I've never seen a Lord of the Rings movie in her life. She's like, Why are we here? <laughs> Come on, we're gonna. Yeah, you have to watch it. You have to. Pre-game her. Yeah, I keep telling her, but that's we're we're getting there a little bit at a time, one step at a time. Marvel movies are first, then we're getting. There around. you go. All right. Um, so my number seven, um, I'm, again, we're back to a more peaceful one for this, depending on how you look at it. Um, so this is my star, uh, star Wars pick. Uh, I've always loved the forest moon of Endor. I just always have. It seems like I know the Ewoks caught, uh, caught a lot of like shit in Return of the Jedi for how they looked. And it's like, oh, you're putting teddy bears in here. <laughs> I would live like that's the most inhabitable planet on 
in the Star Wars universe. Probably, They're yeah. not going to do anything to you as long as you maintain a good relationship with them. Yeah. You have forests all around. Like, the way you're talking about, I'm sure you could find a great waterfall or two in Endor. There's got to be some beautiful landscape. Oh, absolutely. There. I'd build my own cabin house in the woods. <laughs> I'd have my own fort like they have, right, where Tree I could house. just move through yeah. the trees all the time like that. <laughs> we wouldn't bother each other. We'd live, like, in harmony. They seem like they're fine until the Empire comes to them, right? Like, that's the well, only big thing. It, technically speaking, yeah, they did capture Lucan, Chewbacca, and C-3PO and R2-D2, and they were going to eat them until... until. But, you know, if you maintain a good relation, you're a good talker, yeah. good well, public relation. The Empire was, was okay. there first, weren't they? Because they, they, they built the base there. They had to go there. To oh, yeah, they the did base. do that. So it wasn't like the Empire was chasing them. They were chasing the Empire. Yeah, exactly. But so yeah, it's beautiful. A bunch of teddy bear people mm-hmm. walking around. I'm here for R- it. Race yeah. on some speeder bikes. <laughs> and the way they party at the Find end of that movie. <laughs> Come on, you you've never you can never tell me after that movie you've never wanted to go to an Ewok party before. <laughs> I you thought of party it like an Ewok playing party. live music. You know they have some kind of strong moonshine they made in that woods. <laughs> like they just they they know the the Ewoks know what they're doing on that door. <laughs> so that's going to be my number seven oh, for worlds amazing. I'd like to visit. Very good. <laughs> Steve, you're number six. So this one it was another like couldn't decide, but I I wanted to do like an, a water thing, uh, and I went with Rapture from Bioshock. Ooh. Sp- uh, specifically, sp- specifically before everyone goes but, all crazy, and oh, kills yeah. each other. It's probably a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the whole setting is amazing in that game. It's just an underwater city that's like in the. 50s 60s era yeah um you know they give these guys like these drugs where they can just like shoot fire out of their hands so that they, they want to light a cigarette they just snap their finger and mm-hmm. there's your lighter and stuff like that Man, i thought be that, great at birthday parties i know right yeah. i know <laughs> <laughs> let me get a light bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know I, I just thought all that stuff was like super cool uh the setting in that game's amazing um, I love the whole time frame and everything as well. Uh, the underwater, deep underwater city is just like such a cool idea to me. Yeah. Uh, so I, I went there. I do that all the time in Minecraft. Yeah. Underwater houses, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to, but then I go, yeah, every, there's water everywhere. I, I know. Well, I use the sponges, and then I get mad because I have to break up all the sponges. Yeah. And I just give up and just sits there with sponges inside of it. Yeah. Um, it's it, Bioshock is such a cool... I think one of the things that they've done best in their series is create like the creation of their worlds because yeah. they're so interesting mm-hmm. and so unique. Um, in fact, you just like oh, I'm kind of mad now because I was trying to think of like sky cities earlier, oh, yeah. and I couldn't think mm-hmm. of any. And now you just made me remember Columbia. Columbia, and I was game, but. Yeah. Then again, I don't know if I want to live in Columbia yeah. either. I don't want to fall off. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a little. That, that's the only part about living up yeah. there that'd be bad. Um, Matt, your number six, my friend. my number six. I'm going to go back to Final Fantasy. My last Final Fantasy one. Final Fantasy ten. It's uh, it's not the first place you end up visiting, but it's a place called Besaid Island, and it's uh, surrounded by water. Water again, waterfall scenery. Um, 
it's kind of you know they they kind of live out of really nice tents. There's not like a whole lot of building materials and um, you know, stuff like that. A very simple way of life. They have their you know their their personal religions, and it's a very nice spot. It's always sunny there, at least for the game's sake. Yeah, never really a dark moment, but yeah, it's just one of those things. It's uh, it's it just go. It, uh, you know the same reason why I went and got like, you know pick Pandora or something like that for all the same reasons. It's just you know just go sit on the beach and just enjoy the waves crashing against the, the you know the beach and it's, the, the sand. It's perfect. Yeah, it's my perfect uh, perfect vacation. Uh, you're making me want to take an island vacation so bad. Go on a just cruise, man. You stop at a couple. <laughs> I know you get busy, but island vacations are like little cruises are probably my favorite vacation I've ever taken. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, I'll consider that because that just you're making it sound so appealing right now. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Talk the map before you do it. <laughs> yeah, what's that? all our choices combined? Oh yeah, basically, yeah, basically, yeah. And you can go to different uh, pick where you you embark from. You get, you get like four stops. There's like they have like Alaskan cruises, like Caribbean, Bahamas, all that stuff, and uh, it's uh, they're they're pretty special. That's so awesome. All right, my number six is one you actually mentioned earlier, Uh-oh, Steve. He's copying. Uh, <laughs> not, but it wasn't on your list. You had just mentioned oh, it. I put okay, it on my okay. list. So my number six is Skyrim. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think if I had to pick a specific city, it'd probably be Whiterun, just because I, that's where I end up most of the time in that game. But um, that game is one of my favorite play- games to play through over and over again, and there's very there's a very easy reason for it. It's the environment is so mm-hmm. cool, and I've always loved those times. And um, you know, the Shire would probably be like on my list or somewhere in uh, Middle Earth, but the magic element. That is something I'm missing for that because yeah. Skyrim, there's way more magic yeah. to tap into yep. with all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, um, that one's an, a, another one. Like you have the dragons, but as long as you like kind of stay in your house <laughs> yeah. and stuff, you're pretty much like okay yeah. as far as you, things. You, as long as you really don't adventure too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just always thought that world was so cool. It's so beautiful when you go to like like different parts of it. Like when you get uh, go up north and it starts snowing way more. Yeah. All of a sudden yeah. you're at the ice caps, and then yeah. like you get to more of the forests. And um, I, I, there's there's so much stuff that you could just explore. Like I feel like I would just love to explore that area mm-hmm. as long as I possibly could. Um, so danger element aside, I think Skyrim would be one of my most appealing video game places to live at. A lot of great, yeah, a lot yeah. of great spots there. Yeah. I, I don't get very far past the beginning, but it is cool how like diverse, like you can go to different areas and just there's like there's culture. It's the map is so massive and there's so much to do. So I love yeah. that choice. Every November, December, I get an itch to play Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. it's like that type of weather, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I have it on the Bring Switch. Yeah, Bring I have it on the Switch. So. Me too. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, cheaper than flying there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love the VR stuff, man. It's it's you're, yeah. it re- it's really impressive how it makes you feel like you're right there. Yeah, that's awesome. Bethesda, when we get an Elder Scrolls Six, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. Um, all right, boys, five down, five to go. So, okay. Steve, if you could lead us off with our top five with your five, I w- picked Hogwarts yes. from Harry Potter. Very nice. Uh, I want to be a wizard. That's my five, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is. All right. It's not a bad it. thing. It's not yeah. a bad thing. Okay. And you, uh, discuss it, though. Discuss it. Yeah. yeah. You go no, first. Well, it's yeah, no, I, I, it's just uh, it's a cool place. I, I uh, Have you been to Universal? 
I have. I did the Harry Potter ride inside the castle. I didn't. I didn't do Diagon Alley, though. I want to so bad. Uh, I got to make my a trip there at some point. But yeah, it's it just seems like such a cool place. Like seeing the whole castle and everything. Uh, I want to fly in a broom and not fall off. Brother, the uh, butter beer. Uh, I want to oh, yeah, I want to so eat, eat the food, drink the beer, all that stuff and uh I want to be a wizard, so <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, I'm there for a lot of the same reason. I mean, yeah. Yeah, wizard power is cool, but man, just to take a tour of that castle, all the mysteries the and surprises, moving in it, staircases, right? And all that, moving yeah. staircases, all the dungeon stuff. Or they go see the classrooms, the old books, and go catch a Quidditch game. Mm-hmm. Like, how cool would yeah. that be? I'm a big stadium guy yeah. too, and, yep. and to go to see a, uh, go check out the, the the their Quidditch stadium, which is, I mean, it's it's literally on par with like college in a sense yeah. with how you know the, the different houses and how much pride goes into winning you know winning the the quidditch games and, and winning the house cup at the end of the thing mm-hmm. man go to that dining room the dining uh, yeah the area hall, yeah yeah with all the wacky stuff flying yeah. around in there yeah. and stuff yeah little house sells pizza on the double yeah that, oh, there you right go. There. how cool would that be so little elf slaves in your house <laughs> <laughs> poor guys i know i'm a yeah, master even like when uh in Book four when they do like uh, the Quidditch World Cup. That's just such a cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh the Triwizard. T- yeah, tri- yeah. Yeah. But like at the beginning they're, they're oh when watching, they're just, yeah right, like yeah. like professional Quidditch and stuff. Yeah. I would love to see professional yeah, Quidditch plays. That'd be cool, so cool. Absolutely. Definitely a cool world they built. And you know they have like, God, like thirty six hour games like looking for the snitch too. <laughs> oh. That'd be you'd have to have so much focus. People falling asleep on their brooms. <laughs> oh for sure. <laughs> All right, so you guys lined on that. That made that easy for you. Um, So my number five is based off of something I've been reading a lot recently. Um, So my number five is going to be the island nation of Krakoa, um, Mm, which is where the X-Men are residing currently. Um, So Krakoa is an island for and only for mutants. Um, so that they can like live in their society and just be on their own and not worry about humans hunting them down. And I have always loved the mutants. I've always loved different powers. I talked about on our powers episode how shape-shifting would be my number one thing because I love Mystique that much too. Yeah. Um, and I just think that would be such a cool world to live in. Everyone around you has a new, different, unique power mm-hmm. that you could just be like – you see something new every day over there. Right. And I would feel, even though the danger factor's high, I feel like I would feel so protected because, like, Charles Xavier's on this council overseeing me, (laughs) and he's the most powerful (laughs) mutant ever. So that's going to be, that's an easy choice as to who you would want your protectors to be in there. For sure. Between him, Storm, uh, you know, Emma uh, Emma Frost, like, all, all of that, I know I'd be in good hands. Um, and that mutant lifestyle has always been my favorite when it comes to superheroes. Um, I wanted to include Wakanda really bad, <laughs> but it's I, I would be appropriating and it is not my nation. Yeah. I cannot force myself into Wakanda because that is theirs. If I and went they there, they are keeping the... it for a reason. If I went there, they just show me the one place where all the uh, those giant rhinos are. The, the, the what the part that's outside and protects everybody <laughs> yeah, exactly. from going into Wakanda. That would be, be like, oh yeah, this is Wakanda. Just be a pit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, so our number four Steve Okay, four, I went with the Star Wars pick 
the cliche Star Wars pick. Uh, I picked Naboo, though. So you nice. kind of made that's my number four, too. Is it? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I love you know, this right I, now. I, I, I this don't know. is amazing. I wanted to put a Star Wars place on there. Have to. Um, and Naboo, I think, was just the most visually appealing. It's got the whole peaceful aspect of it all. Um, the architecture is amazing. The That's all based all in Italy, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of the the the, the 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 big city feed is all based in Italy. Mm-hmm. Too, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's and that's kind of what I'm thinking most is like feed, right? Um, but you know they got the fields there too, and I guess there's like the swamp area with the Jar Jars and Gungans and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Misa Jar Jar Binks. Uh. But yeah, I'm thinking more of the city. Um, you know, I, I like I don't like episode two with the cringy love story, but you gotta admit that the scenery is pretty cool. It, it is throughout it all and, and stuff. Yeah, I, um, I I agree with a lot of things you said. More so the open kind of area where Padme's parents' houses. Uh, basically, they got the nice lake mm-hmm. with the yeah. with the cool shelter thing. They can go, you know, do like a picnic by the water. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did always appreciate that. It was kind of the best of everything. It, it, Nabu closely represented, I think, a lot of Earth um, as far as planet-wise, the way yes. structurally yeah. um, and the way the kind of ecosystem worked. So yeah. I, I did always appre- just gravitated towards that instantly. Mm-hmm. So Even like um, like Nabu Fields when they have – when the Gungans fight the droids in the first episode, yeah. even that landscape mm-hmm. was always so You don't appealing. get wide like, open spaces are... like that yeah. very much, it's, at least yeah. here. You know, you see videos and stuff of like Switzerland and stuff, and there's wide open fields yeah. you can go explore freely and all that stuff. And I, I don't know, I'd never really seen that much yeah. living around here. Exactly, um, and it just felt so isolated while being so connected yeah. to the world at the same time. Mm-hmm. So green and so blue, yeah. like with the field and the sky. Ugh. Here for it, so nice. Yeah. Um. So my number four is going to be Hyrule, specifically Hyrule from Breath of the Wild. Um. You would, I said, I talked about this on an episode when we talked about Nintendo World being built at yeah. Universal the one time. Oh. <laughs> and we were talking about how, like, how cool it would be if there was a Breath of the Wild section. <laughs> and, like, I said I would just go out on a glider and you would never see me again. That'd be it. Because you that's, a glider and that's it. Here, when you, when you play Breath of the Wild, they incorporated the open world element so much into that Zelda game because right. you literally get distracted doing eight things. When you're trying to do just one right. within its own. It just gets so much fun to go explore the places and to go, um, you know, find the different worlds. And even, like, the names within that are all names of different Zelda aspects yeah. that have been around in every game. Like, there are certain <laughs> things that you're like, holy crap, like, this yeah. is such a cool reference that, like, now everything's named after something. Mm-hmm. Um it's beautiful. It is every environment that you could possibly ask for within that game. So yeah. you can just like transition through everything. And I'll never forget playing that game for the first time and coming to the edge of that cave in the beginning and seeing the world that they built mm-hmm. and being so blown away by just seeing that 
And you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to get out here For and sure. start and start doing this. Especially if they could back to, I mean, how long Hyrule has kind of been around, like N64 era, yeah. Super Nintendo era, N64 more specifically because that was the first time it came off wide open. But um, yeah, it's it it's really impressive. Yeah, it's really impressive. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that they had so much DLC for that game that they're just like, we're just going to make a second one, <laughs> is like that just shows you the, the, the appeal. The saddest that it had. thing though is like they're using the same map, which is like cool. But it's like, okay, if you're using the same map, why is this taking, like, longer to make than the first <laughs> game? Like, what's the issue here? When? Soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, Hopefully that comes out. But that's a great pick. That's yeah. A great pick. I, I, think, I think I would have a lot of fun in that world. All right. Top three. Steve, you're number three, please. Okay, so I also went Zelda here. Oh, God. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I also went Zelda here, but I went Termina from Majora's Mask. uh, Because it's a little... Is that the town? That's the entire landscape, I guess. Yeah. Um, It's like Hyrule, but smaller. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, but you got like the, the four major areas. You got the swamp the mountains, the canyons, and the beach. Um, and it's all connected by that big clock tower town in the middle. And I, I don't know. There's just a lot of cool things there, um, diverse areas, and the clock town just seems so much fun to walk around in and run around in and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically <laughs> London, yeah. <laughs> no. Very different London. Um, you know, I also want to incorporate that this would be when the moon is not falling down oh, yes. to the earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want that. We're gonna, we're, yeah, the that, whole time. That, this is after that. So this, yeah, this is after the whole moon is falling. Somebody save us, phase. So this is when everything is nice and normal and not apocalyptic <laughs> here. Um, but if I had to pick like a place to live, like specifically there, I'd probably live at the ranch. Yeah. Um, it's like your safest place. I yeah, think. It's, it's just gonna except for the know. aliens. Yeah, except for the aliens. But, <laughs> but again, that's all taken care of too by that yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's where I went. Very also, cool. I, that's my favorite game of all time. So oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, I feel like you got it. Majora's Mask. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see. I think my number three is the same thing, though. like in the same kind yeah, of realm yeah. of thinking. But you'll see once I get to it. Mm-hmm. Very cool, Steve. Teaser. Uh, Matt, <laughs> my number three. Um, uh, this is MCU. Uh, I'm going to go Asgard. Oh, my God. That's my number three. No. <laughs> Wait a second. You just read your <laughs> you number three. No, I changed it. <laughs> Monster. Uh, yeah, definitely Thor 1 Asgard because it was just so like, – I, I liked how it, it continually got, like, darker and darker and darker as it got closer to Ragnarok. Like, it was a little more cloudy. Mm-hmm. It's a little more – it's not as bright and beaming um, when, when Thor Ragnarok hit. But Thor 1 – Oh my god. The the visualization was just it was stunning. Giant waterfall, you could the the bifrost, the big rainbow, uh and obviously this this just magnificent looking city that's put together. The, you know, the kingdom of the, the of gods, you know, Thor, mm-hmm. Odin, Loki, yeah. Frigga and, and and you know everybody else that was a part of it. Uh, I know Asgard it, I, I think it I think it it's not just within Marvel mythos. I think it goes back a, you know a lot farther back, but yeah. um it's Norse, yeah, right, Norse right. Norse, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like that, obviously Valhalla, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But yeah, something about Asgard to me, it was just like, it was like perfect. And like, how could you, you, you almost feel safe there. Um, you're protected by like just very, very powerful individuals. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, just until it, the just celebrate happens. until Ragnarok <laughs> happens. Then you go to New Asgard. <laughs> yeah. so. It's like yeah. Scotland. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. So cool. no, wait, if you were living there, would you be like like a regular person, like a merchant selling things? Uh, I would want to be a god. I would want to be. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it would be cool just to have some powers there, right? Yeah. It would be pretty neat. Yeah, at least a hammer. At least a hammer. Something. A walking stick. I don't care. Just something. Bow staff. Mind stone. <laughs> you got a plunger? Let me see it. A magic plunger? Let me see it. So. Oh, man. Yeah, great pick. Asgard was another one I was playing with. For a bit. Yeah. Um, okay, so my number three is a little bit of a cheat because it's a world that connects to other worlds, I feel like. But it's the Summer Forest home world from Spyro 2. Okay. Um, it's the mm-hmm. first home world you go to. Um, there's a reason why I fell so in love with the Spyro games when I was a kid. And it was because um, we were start get, starting to get in that area of uh, like 3D games becoming popular and worlds like being expanded, like Mario sixty four had come out, and like it was those kind of games were out. And when Spyros uh, came, and I noticed there was a whole home world you could walk around in, and the music just blended well. The sun was out there. There's waterfalls everywhere else. There's a giant lake you could swim t- into that takes you to another part of the castle. Once you can swim. Um, the worlds that connect to that one for um, that world are super fun. Like, they're all, like, appealing and fun to just be around in. Um, out of all... Spyro's my favorite game series of all time. Out of all the places that have ever been in Spyro, I've always wanted to live there so bad. And just, like, <laughs> run around and hang out, swim, chase things all day, do stuff like that. Um, it always seems just, like such a livable place right. to be in, in a place that would make you really happy. So, Summer Forest comes in as my number three. I Very like good. it there. I like the like the music there. Because yeah. it's, it's not really a song, but it's just like it's music. Like, yeah, it's a sound. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's just like an ambiotic sound. Yeah, yeah like it's, almost it's, like an ASMR. Like, yeah, it's, it's different. I, like I a I meditation. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I always loved it. All right, Steve, you're number two. Okay. Uh... Uh, my number two, I went with Island Delfino from Mario Sunshine. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Great I choice. Went, <laughs> I wanted to put something tropical there, and that's where my mind went was Island Delfino. Um, so many cool places there. Uh, even, like, the beginning of the game when they're just, like, showing off, like, the little travel package <laughs> video or whatever, and they show, like, the food and the lobster, and Mario's eyes are, like... Bulging out like oh <laughs> yeah. my god the food like yeah, the food looks amazing like the places there's so many cool places there's an amusement park there's a beach uh, well there's multiple beaches like the harbor and stuff right just, like everything is just cool about it you know that's definitely where I would want to go on vacation uh, so cool. the hotel is cool minus the ghosts we don't talk about that but <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's uh you know that's 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 where I want to go that's where I want to go on vacation man that's a great pick yeah. i forget about mario sunshine yeah. way more than i actually mm-hmm. should but it's a forgotten gem it's hard to find yeah. on the uh like the original gamecube version yeah. it's i think it goes for like 50 plus dollars yeah you have it. I have it. Yeah. So you know what? I got it, it on used, Switch. It used I got to it on be Switch. Stupid but... expensive, but then they re-released it on Switch. Yeah, I dumbed it down. And it dumbed the price down. Oh, you know what's really expensive on GameCube? 
Double Dash. Well, yeah, then two. <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash. I've seen go for like seventy five dollars. Yeah. Oh my wow, God. that's crazy. Yeah, that's why I'm glad I got that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> bag it and tag it, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt. my number two is uh, was already mentioned by Steve. Uh, so I'm going to place Rivendell Ooh. at, uh, you know, just, I mean, it's Elvish, right? Everything Elvish is beautiful, uh, just well-designed, uh, you know. Do I care about eating lettuce like a bunch of rabbits all the time? Like, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't. But Give us pizza and wings. Give us pizza wings. <laughs> give, us, give us some pizza wings, please. But, no, it's it's perfect, man. I was, it, it was, it, it was, uh, man, it was so cool to see that for the first time. Um, then go to that play, you know, in the first Lord of the Rings. Because I, I didn't read the books until after that. Same, so yeah. visually it was like, wow, mm-hmm. this is amazing. Especially mm-hmm. with all the chaos going on, right? They go through the Shire. Then they go to, um, oh, was it Bree? I think it was it by Weathertop Hill. All yeah, the chaos yeah, yeah. that happens in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go to this this place kind of in the middle of everything. And it's just peaceful, big, elegant yeah. boats. It, it's kind of like Asgard, but like here. Yeah. So I I always really appreciated that. So yeah. Rivendell number two. Yeah, Rivendell's such a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most appealing places in all of Middle Earth. I feel like for sure. Clearly, I feel like the safest too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> that was that was why I picked it because I was like, <laughs> I don't know, the elves are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, if I had Legolas on my ass all the time. Yeah. 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 That was gonna, it was either there or the Shire. And it's like, well, nobody goes to the Shire, but if people did, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never know. Um, so my number two, I feel like, won't need that much of an explanation. Um, my number two is the Kanto region from Pokemon, because why wouldn't you want to go to Kanto? Mm-hmm. So. As a, as a kid growing up with Pokemon, it was just the coolest thing. You find these animals that are like can evolve. You can train and become your friends, and um, you can like become a master of like training these things. How freaking cool was that as a kid? And everywhere he went looked beautiful too. He was always going through forests, always mm-hmm. finding different environments, always faced challenges. But it was like. It never was super, super deadly environmentally. Well, no, he was bad. ten years old and he was walking around yeah. the, the, the region like no problem. Right, like exactly, right, honey, go home. So if a ten year old backpack, go, okay, you're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, like, you need here, a Pokemon. Pick one of these go. ones, and uh, okay, that's your buddy for I'll life. You go do that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I uh, I would love to be a Pokemon trainer. I would love to be a Pokemon master. Um, just having like the friendships along the way that you get, like there were always such cool people that yeah. were around that knew different things about Pokemon, just yeah. like you meet in regular life. Yep. Like different people just have different walks of life for things. Um, the Kanto region would absolutely be number one, and I picked that region specifically because of the original 150. Too. What's your favorite city within Kanto? That's a good question. I do – I always liked – I think it's Celadon City. That the one with the shopping center? Yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I've always liked Celadon City the best, I yeah. think, That's out of all of them. Yeah. The – It's Indigo Plateau. Indigo Plateau. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, that's cool, too, in itself. Yeah. It is. It all is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, gentlemen. So we are down to our number one Ooh. picks. Ooh. Steve, <laughs> can you lead us off? Uh, 
I feel like everyone's got this. I also put Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god! I also put Pokemon. I literally put the Kanto Reach. Yeah, that's literally, literally what I did. I saw you kind of glance over at me, like, "Did he put it?" <laughs> I kind of thought you did too. I feel like everyone's got this one. I think it's indicative of how we yeah. grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was prime exactly. in that area. We grew up yeah. in prime Pokemon era here. Um, but just exactly what you said, you know, the, the Pokemon, like getting friendships and stuff like that. I want a Charizard. I want a Mewtwo. I want a Blastoise. I want a Gengar, you know. <laughs> like, Heck yeah. It's, that stuff's just, it's just so cool to me. It's mm. just so cool. Um, and you don't need, like, special powers or anything. You just need Pokeballs and, you know, yeah. you're yeah. good. And, and a mean curveball just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Give him a concussion and catch um, him. I'll with that deal. slider. <laughs> lots, of, lots of cool areas. I want I want to ride on a Lapras. Oh, you, you are know. a man after my own heart. All, all that stuff, all that stuff. I, if I had to pick one, it would be a Lapras, Lapras. just so I can go cruising just exactly. out of the water. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, if I had to pick a favorite Pokemon town, it'd probably be, I think it's Cerulean. Yeah, it's me too. Yeah. Same with me too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Me and Matt are just like two alike. Where have you been all my life? It's so cool. <laughs> that it makes is. me happy though, because I felt like I, I was, thought this was gonna yeah. be everybody's number one. Yeah. So well, I'm interested yeah. to see what your number one is. Yeah. So yeah, for, for explanation for myself, I mean basically everything that he said. Mm-hmm. It's so cool how just you know, the Pokemon were regionalized. You got, you know, your lavender towns, your Cinnabar Islands. And of course there's all the hidden caves. A lot of fun stuff to do, um, and again, like I said, it's it's you know it's safe enough for a ten year old to go walking through and on, on an adventure. I love a good adventure. I've always wanted to go on a non vehicular adventure. Mm-hmm. Just got, just go. We got a taste of it in Pokemon Go. A little bit. Yeah. Oh my god. When Pokemon Go came out, that yeah. was the coolest. That was thing. the best summer was, ever. Yeah, right? I've yeah. never seen people so like unified and together. I went down to the Wild. falls and there was people everywhere. I've never seen it that yeah. busy mm-hmm. before. Wild. Absolutely crazy. I my friend tells me a story that people were um at uh Canal Side and they were looking for Pokemon down there when I first came out. And a and a cop comes through like in his it's like past the time the park's closed or whatever. <laughs> So he's coming through, and he uh, he yells from his window. He's like, all right, guys, park's closed. Everybody has to get out of here, unless you're Team Mystic, and then you can stick around. <laughs> that is incredible. It was, it was amazing. There was a lot yeah, of fun really stuff is. that came from it. <laughs> I went, we, we did a big extended family vacation down in the Outer Banks. Like uncles, aunts, cousins, everybody. Went down there, and we did a dolphin tour, and there weren't dolphins, like, floating around. So I was just playing Pokemon Go. I caught a bunch of squirtles. Yeah. <laughs> I found a Charizard out there in the middle of the water. Oh, my God. It's amazing. But my favorite thing that came up, one of my ironic things that came up, it was people, where people go, were going to cemeteries at night to catch Pokemon. They were oh, walking yeah. through. And then when that happened, they started locking cemeteries up <laughs> at night. Like, so, at yeah. sundown, they would yeah. chain and lock the front yeah. gates so people couldn't get in. Yeah, it was, uh, it, there were signs. They were like, hey, no Pokemon, go here. I went to the Cleveland Zoo, and there were signs like, there's no Pokemon oh past this God. point. Don't come. <laughs> so, don't even, don't don't even, even try. My favorite it. Pokemon Go story was I was at Mighty Taco, and I opened it up. <laughs> There was a Snorlax. 
<laughs> that was so <laughs> planned. That was so planned. Right at the bench I was sitting at. I was like, well, this is appropriate. Snorlax <laughs> <laughs> munching on some tacos. It's just, it's just living in the store. You're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never saw one either. So I was like shocked. I was like, holy hell, there's a, there's a Snorlax. Yeah, that's cool. Eating mighty taco. My, uh, my cousin Tyler and my cousin Eli have a story about they were in Virginia Beach when the, everything started to get big. Mm-hmm. And they chased a Snorlax for like 15 blocks down the street. <laughs> Because it kept like they kept getting it kept just going and going and they're like they're running after this freaking thing to try and get and they got it. That was they the last time it. I had any physical exercise oh was chasing up. <laughs> I know. Oh man, I I do it running. It's for my still demons. big, but it's it's not nearly as big as no. Yeah. It, it fell off quick. Yeah. Once yeah. they started doing the like uh, uh, the Johto region, like yeah. uh, series two, generation two. Uh, it started to fall off. It's hard because it's like you got to add more to keep people interested. Yeah, but at the right. same time, it was like everybody who came back to it was Gen One. They yeah. were born and raised. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now it's like all these new guys. It's like I don't know who any of these guys are. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the cupcake Pokemon. Like yeah. such a great summer while it lasted. <laughs> so cool. All right. So my number one is actually one you guys had mentioned earlier, um, but it's higher on my list. So if I could live in any fictional place, it would by far be Hogwarts. Oh, okay. I absolutely love the world of Harry Potter. I've loved it since I was a kid. Um, it was one of, I, I think it was one of the big reasons my vocabulary expanded so much like in second grade because my mom and I would switch off reading chapters of it to each other. So right. I'd read oh, one, that's, that's then cool. she'd read one, oh, okay. then I'd read one. Because it was one of like the bigger books. So mm-hmm. it was like she was helping me with it a little bit. And then by the time the second one came, oh, what was it? No, it was either the second or third one. We used to read them all together until a day we were reading together, and then I went to bed, and she read ahead a little <gasps> bit further. Oh, and she admitted it to me, no. and I never let her read them with me again <laughs> afterwards. I never let her read them with me again. I was so mad. Um, I know, right? Um, no, but it just, I've always loved everything about that world. From the animal you get um, with you yeah. that you could take as like a magical pet. I would love to have an owl as like my animal friend. Um, the spells you can learn are great. I just see like sometimes like they're doing things in a movie and like someone just waves their wand at a glass and the glass fills up. And I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah, so good like media, all yeah. that stuff. Apparating where you could just like put yourself anywhere else. Like oh, it's yeah. teleporting with yeah. your wand. You, when you have magic, you have the potential to literally do anything you yeah. want. And like we were talking about earlier, Quidditch is just such a cool sport. It's so cool. And what sold it for me, too, was this year when I went to Universal and I went to both Diagon Alley and Hogwarts mm-hmm. within them. And I did, um, we did a little extra so that we could take the Hogwarts Express over, too, and yeah. everything like that. And it was just, it, it was so cool. Everything about it, it just felt like it was a real world thing and I wish so bad that it was. Yeah. So yeah, that's what landed Hogwarts as my number one pick but going between that and the Kanto region were so it's difficult. neck and neck because yeah. it was my two childhood things that I had to choose between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the things that appealed to me the most. Excellent. Great wow. list, guys. These were really fun, fun places times? to go through, honestly. Yeah. Um, what a good episode just with the... Uh, the environment in this room right now is just really amazing. Like, I love the energy. I love the people that are here. This has just been so much fun all around. Um, what about your guests? What fictional place is your favorite? 
Oh man. Do you, it, it, well, yeah, what's your yeah, number one? You what's your number one? one? Yeah. Here, put, put, go close to the microphone. Go close to the microphone. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, oh, jeez. Uh, if I were to choose one, oh, man, man, if I were to choose one, can I? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bang. Poor Ben. Um, you know what? I know so many places to go, so little time. Yeah, I know so little time. Um, I actually would go to. And this is honestly, this is a little closer to uh, realistic. Uh, I would love to check out the world of Ghost of Tsushima because oh, cool. the environment alone is beautiful. The landscape and everything, and then the lore behind all the stuff that you find out is just, it's very interesting. Yeah. So I, w- I think I would definitely do Ghost of Tsushima for my uh, fictional world. I it's, agree. It's just beautiful. Beautiful. Jonathan, what do you think? So for mine, I've been kind of thinking about this while you were talking. I would want to go to the overworld of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, each place there is so distinct. There, you got the classic waterfalls. Uh, you got a city in the sky. Um, I don't know if there's like a lava or fire city. But there are definitely like dungeons where there's like fire-based enemies and stuff like that. Right. So. Yeah, just that whole place is all is a vibe That's for a sure. Great okay. pick, yeah, Mr. Torres. Yeah. Is it something from Eastwood? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I, I'm not. Is it Franco's? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just there, so that, I'm good now. Uh, no, I, I'm not a video game aficionado like you guys, so I would have to choose something a little different, I guess. And I've been thinking about it and thinking, coming up with a couple of things. Um, I got thinking about different things like like the um the North Pole and the Polar Express. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. That to me feels like nothing says and I love Christmas. I mean if if you guys are like me and you like Christmas, that to me I love the spirit says of Christmas. Yep. The spirit the spirit in that town yep. is exactly Christmas. I didn't even think right? Of and that. it like and it feels yeah. really good. I would also consider the the environment uh the where in the movie princess mononoke oh yeah oh, yeah wow that's I, I would i would consider wanting to visit that wow. and all those little spiritual little spirits that live yeah, in the, the forest the there the right yeah, the tree oh yeah. those are those are the coolest thing i would love to see those Big ass wolves that are in that forest. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a such a cool movie yeah. and such a great environment. So yeah, great very day. spiritual. So yeah. I guess those are my excellent. Very good. Thank you guys. Awesome. Very good. Wow, this was a really special episode, and I'm really thankful that everybody was here for it. This was this was really really fun. I yeah. think. Steve, you'll have to come back either later this season or next season. Let me know. We can do something else fictional, video game related. I'm all know. the way for you it. Know my so. likes. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to have you on for a video game one, so we could do some deep dives into like I'm down some with certain that. things. Yeah, with I'm that. down with that. Um, but until ne- next time, Matt, thank you for everything as always, of course, my Bubba. friend. And um, from myself, Matt, Steve, and the Torres family. 
And when I'm back, I'll be a married man. Yeah. <laughs> so, cheers to you guys. Cheers. Congrats, Dan. Thank you, guys. <laughs> From all of us here in the booth, do you even list? <laughs>